Be the best one ever, Aaron. What did your hernia feel like? You're so red when you did that. You mean, <laughs> or what'd you have? A kidney stone? Yeah, whatever. Is that do you think that that's what that felt like? A lot of things were happening. I feel like I just had two kidney stones coming out of my ears. <laughs> a lot of stuff is moving. Yeah. Uh, I think things are about to emerge. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have that on video. That I'm, I'm gonna post that on TikTok. <laughs> that might have inspired me to get active on TikTok. Hey, there you go. It, yeah, it's totally worth it then if that happens. It's worth it. Um, what, what were the words, lyrics you just sang there? Um, do you know that song? Uh, I, I have heard it, but I don't know it. Oh, that is some strong homeschool vibes right there. I don't think everyone loves that genre. Down with the sickness by Disturbed. Yeah. So the lyrics are, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Mm -hmm. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. With the sickness. Listen to the pod done by Andrew and me. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, I changed the last line. Beautiful. It's usually a lot speak, uh, spookier. It is open up your hate and let it flow into me. Oh, yeah. We sang that one. No, you know the song, the oh, wah. Yeah, That's I do. I do know it, but I don't know it. Yeah. They probably, uh, it was a Hillsong song. They did it. Hillsong United? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. That's that probably where I heard it. Uh, we did that song. Get up. Come on. Get down. We, the we didn't. <laughs> I screamed that song yep. because our guest is Laurel Bristow. Yes. A big deal. Infectious disease researcher. Yep. And she has... A, She's down with the sickness. Mm -hmm. She's spent the whole pandemic uh, researching COVID and helping find solutions and also growing an Instagram audience by just taking this very complex information and posting engaging fun stories and breaking it down for people. You could say she went viral from virology i regret doing this podcast every day <laughs> <laughs> she's a viral virologist yeah but she is uh, pretty good you know there's there's so many ways to intake information you don't know who to trust she's just kind of she is like an instagram friend to hundreds of thousands yeah. of people and helps break down this very complex information she's been a great resource for me you're gonna love her she, yeah she does the job of what the people you should listen like that's you should be listening to the people that have the job she has yeah 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 yeah, so you can listen to her right now here right. In, a few, in a few minutes. Not yet. If you don't like what mainstream media is feeding you, yeah, just go to Laurel's page, Instagram. I'm real tired. Yeah, amen. Um, how's how's your week? Um, good week. Um, did my final homeschool convention that I had on the books. So did, oh, I was say, did they all die? What does that mean? Yeah, they all passed away. There was a fire at the homeschool convention. Yep. It was it was rough to see that many homeschoolers not be able to read the directions on how to evacuate. <laughs> it was like a very Christian, awful version of Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Fire at the homeschool convention. <laughs> at the homeschool convention, yeah. Nobody knows what to do. Um, kids on leashes getting tangled up. <laughs> it's a huge fire hazard tripping over each other. Um, but no, it was fun. It's in Ontario, California, uh, just a little uh, w uh, east of L.A. I have trouble with directions. If it's um, west of L.A., it is in the ocean. It is in the ocean. Uh, yeah, it was on a cruise ship. Homeschool cruise. That's an idea. No way. Homeschool cruise. Cruising for a bruising. <laughs> that's like as as, uh, as much as they can cuss. They can say bruising. What do you do? You don't go to the casino? You don't drink? No. Can they do karaoke? It's a lot like the Charles Stanley Alaska and Touch Ministries cruise. That sounds so bad. No I've offense. I've been on six of them. Oh, sick. So we never talked about that. We'll uh, do a whole episode I would on love to Alaska cruises because right. I've been on the same Alaska cruise multiple times where I was, my siblings and I were the only people under the age of 70. Well. Uh, that's not, my parents were not 70, but 
Um, but they had to shut down the casinos and the bars. That checks out. Chick-fil-A does their big cruise every year, and they do yeah. the same thing. But they have to pay the cruise lines to do that because they make so much money from right. that stuff. So Just nerds. Um, and nerds honestly, all around. Still very fun. That's how fun cruises are. I have a great time. You I can love be cruise. the only kid and the two, I guess, is hey, we kid. can't. We can't have a... a COVID infectious disease researcher and plug cruises oh on gosh. the same podcast. Cruise, guys, don't go on cruises. Okay, you did that your way, last homeschool. spots for us. <laughs> you did your last homeschool party. They yep. all died in a fire. Did that. And then for Father's Day, I this happened the last three Father's Days in a row, a church hired me to come and do comedy on in their Sunday morning services. Rather than a pastor, they're just like, why don't you just do your stand-up? And I'm like, because that seems like people would be disappointed mm-hmm. that they woke up early to go get no wisdom. Um, so went to Hutchinson, Kansas, flew okay. to Wichita about an hour outside of Wichita, a delightful small town and had so much fun with the people of Wichita on a Sunday morning. I, it's one of those things where I have a bad attitude going into it. Cause I'm like, why is this even a thing? And then it's so fun. They're so nice. And uh, we all had a good time. That rocks. Did you do a, um, altar call there at the end? Uh, no, but, uh, uh, worship led into me, if that makes sense. I don't like the way that sounded, but <laughs> it is. Uh, it was worship, then me, and then a prayer. Did they end with a banger at least, or was it a down song? They they were pretty they were pretty just standard. It wasn't like nobody was losing their minds or falling asleep. That's good. So it was good. Very uh, good group there, and then went and had a cheeseburger and a milkshake and flew home. Love that. So pretty good, good trip. Time. Good, good trip. trip. Yeah, yeah, very good trip. How was your week? You had a uh, really fun looking weekend. I had a great, great weekend. Went to Chicago. The big, mm-hmm. uh, the big wind. Big wind hole. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful city. That is, uh, that's probably number one on my list. Where if I had to leave Atlanta, I'm not planning on it. But if I had to, I'd want to go to Chicago. It's one of the best certain times of the year. Yeah, it yeah. gets so cold. It gets so cold. I think I could handle it. I like cold. You know yeah. how sweaty I am. It's true. You might it might solve your sweat problem for a little bit. It's 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 just as warm up there. Not as humid, but it's just yeah. as warm. It's but a it, great city. It is a great city, and um, a lot of it feels like a slightly roomier New York. You know, it's more room on the sidewalks, yep. a little less dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a great time. Um, the Braves have won fifteen of seventeen. I went to the two games they lost, so that's super fun. But uh, it was great. Yeah, the Braves played at Wrigley. You know, the Cubs do this thing. Mm-hmm. They play a song. They have their own song. When they win, they play Go Cubs Go. Go Cubs Go. The song sucks. Yeah. It is garbage. How does it go? Um, go Cubs Go. Go Cubs Go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. Yeah, that sounds like an intro to like a children's TV show. I mean, just awful songwriting. It is trash. Yeah. But it sounds like a out of the box, out of the box. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know that what show? that is. is I it, was listening was to a, Disturb Down with the Sickness. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, well, you were listening to Down with the Sickness. I was checking out Out of the Box. Is that a kid show? Uh, I believe so. I don't remember that much about it other than the song and the name. And they would, they were either, it was either based in a box where it was like these people in a box or they would come out of the box and then do the show and then they go back in at the end. I don't really well, remember. Um, I was like the big comfy couch, but it was a box. Well, the thing about that is I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Go Cubs go. Uh, <laughs> song is trash, but it's so Chicago and everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. Everyone does not leave when the Cubs win. They stand there and sing the song. Yeah. And it is joyful and just violently Chicago. That's great. Like New York, the Yankees do New York, New York. It's great. As soon as they, they just win. the Yankees? That's just the Yankees. Yeah. I don't know the Mets. I don't know what they do. They haven't I have a Mets, stadium. I think I the Mets just uh, throw trash on the field. It's just a poverty franchise yeah. up there. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of other teams like Sweet Caroline for the Red Sox. You know, it's just, it's a little played out, but it's so fun. Yeah. Atlanta has such good music. True. So many options. Yep. Imagine if like Hey Ya started even. Yeah. The Braves went, one, two, three, uh. Um, there's a ton. I could go through a whole list. Because you could do country or rap. Yeah. Mix in Zach Brown if you want. I don't care. Yeah. Lil Nas X. Both. Are R.E.M. losing my religion? Braves country <laughs> would love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you yeah, know what, R.E.M. would be good. Do you know what the Braves winning song is? I didn't even know we had one. We do. It is Zombie Nation is the name of it. It is a pump up, not a victory song, that European soccer teams do. The, oh, 
Um, this is our one year anniversary of the podcast. Whoa! Our episode one launched basically one year ago from this week. What'd you get me? I got you that awesome uh, tank top last week oh, that right. I really was expecting you to be wearing this week. Got it. You must have been wearing it so much that you had the. It's at the dry cleaners, I guess. Mm-hmm. You dropped your tank top off. At 100%. The, it's at the tailor. Oh, it's at the tailor. Oh, did they have to br- bring it? Bringing the sides in. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because we've been doing this for a whole year, I just wanted to take a moment and thank everyone who's made it possible. And so let me do that right now. Okay. I would like to say thank you to Bop It Morally Tough Edition, The Big Mermaid, Foam Depot, Edda Books, Farsley the Troll, Kenny's Chainsaw Pogo Sticking, Spadar, Toenail Life Armor, Dr. Blurtis Laser Hair Edition, Robot Finger Back Massage Packs, R.I.P. and Me, The Big Scare, Swear Be Gone, Country Rocks, Funerals Inc., Death Spice, Pamela's Revenge, the Kaleidoscope Palace, The Spy Who Did a Whoopsie, EA Sports Fatherhood 2022, Mailbox Lizards, Tattoo Suckers Inc., Shriek Tent Screaming Service, Andrew's Big Bad Bidets for Boys, Your Welcome's Taking, Funeral Finder, Tinkle Ferrets, Arkansas Virginia Line Bar, New Year's Eve Behavior Adjustment Straps, Leech CrossFit, Adult Hunt Island, Andrew's Beanie Beans, County Clubs, Acafella's Hand Check, Daddle Tales, which is Dave Barnes' new podcast, Sa- oh, Dave Barnes' new pa- podcast, Sadville, John's Cyst, Man Bat the Movie, Recycle Wing, Kindness Football League, Detestation Station, Supreme Master Leader King Elon Musk, uh, <laughs> Family Duel, Glade Gliders, Middle Child Anonymous, Snakespurt 2000, Brian Bates and Tackle, the fake teacher preparatory school for layabouts and loafers, and Bottom Gun, and now also um, uh, surgery cereal. Surgery cereal. So really, we could, we could not have done it without them. We are adult men. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? That's a lot of writing. That is so much writing. We mostly, we could write. A, that's like a whole book. There were some bangers in there too. I know it was fun to go find them all again. I think we need to do like a bathroom book that is just. Uh, entrepreneur ideas. I love for that. For free. <laughs> a lot of them are bathroom related, so I think that could be good. Wow. Didn't expect that. Yeah. So happy anniversary. Yeah. Thanks for everyone who um, clicked over from Laurel sharing this. And uh, now just you like, just want to bail. But don't, because we're about to get to the interview. Yeah. You just be fine. We have fun here sometimes. That's what yeah. we do. All right. <laughs> take it away. Yeah. You take it away. Okay. Uh, that is enough. I that just talked so a, much. That was way too long. Yeah. Uh, Laurel's wonderful. You're going to learn some stuff. Um, hopefully COVID didn't get you, but, um, you know, you're going to learn some stuff if it did and you're hanging around. So please enjoy this conversation with the brilliant, the wonderful, the hilarious Laurel Bristow. Laurel Bristow, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Yeah. Um, thanks for taking the time. You are so busy, it seems. Uh, I can be, but I'm on vacation this week, so I'm doing whatever I want. Oh, sick. Vacation from what is your day job? Uh, I am an infectious disease clinical researcher, and I had been working on exclusively coronavirus for a long time, and now it's back to general respiratory pathogens, uh, and then I do some Instagram education on the side. That was a very humble way of putting it. Your Instagram education is up to what, like almost 500,000 followers or something like that? Uh, yeah, we're somewhere close to that. Yeah. And that started during COVID. It did. It started, it's been over two years strong of it growing. Yeah. So COVID really helped you out quite a bit. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it started, you were Best like, thing that ever yeah. happened to me. Yeah. yeah it's, it's one way to put it. Yeah. yeah. It's like you were like a, a fireman just waiting there. The bell rang. You're like, this is I my was time. Ready to go. It yeah. was. It was pretty eerie how like well set up I was to immediately respond to COVID because I got hired at my job to uh, like set up the infrastructure at the hospital, which had no infrastructure for research uh, way before COVID. And then when COVID happened, because I had done all that legwork, we just like switched within like four days. That is wild. Okay, so what did you go to school for? So I have a master's in the control of infectious disease. Okay, so it's like you saw it coming. 
I did not. <laughs> not at all. Um, we even, there was someone who worked for me right before COVID hit who had family in Wuhan. And we would always be like, oh, Andrew, like, how's your family doing? What's going on? What's the news? And still very much in the mindset of like, that's over there. Yeah. And we were wrong. Yeah, I was like, oh, Wuhan, that's multiple flights away. Yeah, I was like, that's... You have to connect twice, fine. probably, to get to Wuhan. Yeah, The disease could never make it. Levels of wrong yeah. happening. <laughs> okay, so that, I mean, for us, us laymans that know nothing about this world, I mm-hmm. guess we know a little bit now because we all have to, but, um, you know, March, the world shuts down. When when did you start focusing on it? Um, so... We had a period where we realized that it was in Atlanta, that it was in Atlanta Hospital, specifically in our hospital. And so we stopped the research that we were doing because we'd been going into patient rooms and doing long interviews and stuff. And so we needed to figure out how we were going to like focus and what we were going to do and all this stuff. And so there were like four days where my studies were just paused and we weren't doing anything. Um, And within those four days, I didn't have much to do. So I said, does anybody want a like Instagram story explainer um, of like what flattening the curve means, you know, what's happening with COVID, all this stuff. Um, Expecting no one to really be into it because honestly, I think front-facing talking videos on Instagram stories are second worst only to people trying to live stream a concert. (laughs) Or or fireworks. Yeah. So like I never (laughs) want to watch those, Um, but some people wanted it. So I made a story. Um, People asked me to make my private Instagram account public. Uh, so that they could share it and tell people to watch the story. And then it just kind of exploded from there. And then, you know, within two days, we had gotten the um, NIH contract to do therapeutic clinical trials in the hospital to try to find a treatment for COVID. And so I just started doing that. Oh, there's going to be a lot of acronyms that I, I don't get. What is NIH? Uh, Nat- National Institute of Health. Yeah, Aaron. Didn't know that. Did you know that? Of course. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. We so should try to guess them as they come up, though. We should. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. much. Ma- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will not. I will not. I'll keep doing the medical acronyms, and we can see how you guys. If I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to hit one. Can get them right. Yeah. If we can get one, this will be a huge. Success. WHO. I know. CDC. I know. Other than that. <laughs> CDC. Oh. We got CDC. WHO. Yeah. What is that, Andrew? WHO. World Health Organization. Hey. Correct. Good yeah. job. All right. Point. We're not starting. I've with been nothing. studying. We've heard yeah. stuff. We got them. White House. Something. <laughs> yeah. White House uh, office is WHO. White House office. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, did when you went public, you've talked about this so much. I'm sorry, we have to rehash it. That's but okay. it's fun. It's a fun story. Um, yeah, when you, you went public, did you know, like, oh, these people that I know personally just want to share it, that's great. Did you think there's a huge market for this because no one knows where to get trustworthy information? No, I had no idea that it was going to turn into what it was. And it, it, it was really fun and really wild because it happened like, I'm, I always say that I'm very grateful it happened so quickly because it helped me keep like grip on reality of how silly like influencer stuff is, like how silly Instagram counts, like as an indicator of like how special or how cool you are is not true. Like, so it was, it was, it's definitely fun, but I had no, no, I had no idea that we were going to get to this point or that I was going to stay at this point for this long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that, now my whole thing is like, if you want to leave, you can leave, but I'm just going to post what I want to post. I've never stopped posting. I mean, I've curtailed the personal stuff that I post for various reasons, but I've never stopped doing it. It's not a science account. So it's an account of a scientist. Yeah. yeah there you go. That's a good distinction because it, it is so, so many people jumped on board to hear about COVID news and you explaining things to them in a way they could understand. But then it's still your personal Instagram account, which is the reason you created it. So they still got to like look at like cool stuff that you see. By the way, I just saw, I was looking at your account today. You just got back from something called uh, Swamp. What swamp Romp. Swamp Romp. That's what we called it. It was just me and friends went to New Orleans. Oh, so okay. I that thought was, it was like my a big name festival. for it. I'm good at naming stuff. Yeah. So you can go straight from like, here's some stuff you might want to know about infectious diseases to like me and my friends at Swamp Romp. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty funny because like, I just didn't feel like it was not appealing to me to run two different Instagram accounts mm-hmm. with different vibes. So I was like, I'm just doing everything all at once. I think part of that is why my account has been so successful is because I feel more like a friend who is explaining science to you rather than like some distant scientist. Um, but it's also been kind of funny because people will ask me, what am I going to do with the account? You know, when COVID God willing is like not in the forefront of our brains all the time. And I said, you know, let's just keep doing what I've been doing and posting stupid, stupid stuff about my life and people can leave if they want. And I get so many messages from people that are like, I'm never leaving. I'm going to stay here forever. You're my best internet friend. It's like, 
Thank you're you. You're like, that feels worse than you leaving, actually. <laughs> Not, <laughs> well, now I'm more worried. Yeah, we'll deal with those complicated feelings when they come up. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I think you should start an account called Some Distant Scientist. I think that has a good ring to it also. That is good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you've been on my Instagram story a couple of times for various reasons, because usually you send great DMs. And then I was like, this is a perfect, I got to post that. But I've had so many people reach out when that happens that were like, I love her so much. Like oh, she has so saved nice. my life the last couple of years. It's been great. It is. Very, that's probably my favorite form of feedback is when people I personally know will like text me screenshots from their friends being like, oh my God, you know, Laurel or like tell her like, thank you and all this stuff. So also getting recognized when I'm out on dates happens a lot, which is really yeah. funny. Yeah. That uh-huh. has to be funny. That well, you, that's you guys just ran into each other. Were you on a date too? I was not on a date, but I got really excited to see Aaron was on a date. Yeah, yeah. And I it? busted right in there. I just interrupted immediately, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, maybe you should have been more tactful about this." No, you could have been a lot worse if you wanted to. <laughs> How did it seem like, like? Why haven't you called me? Yeah, you know, I was like, "Whoa, what is going on?" It's just like, "This is what you do." <laughs> me and the kids are at home. <laughs> How did it, it seem like Aaron's date was going? Oh, no. It seemed good. She was very cute. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And she was very nice, too, because she was not put out by the fact that I was like, ah, hi, Aaron. Yeah. Luckily, we were, you know, it's like an hour and a half in. It yeah. wasn't like at the right away. Um, Sorry, that's just my popular scientist friend coming to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> no I kind of did say that. You kind of gave some clout to him because then she could look you up on Instagram and be like, oh, that's big deal. Right, because yeah. Aaron has zero internet cloud himself. Mm, no one's no. ever heard of him. Well, it's different. It's, it's very different. <laughs> Mine was uh, years ago. It's not and, as and helpful. Fading. I'm nosediving into the ground, losing hundreds of followers a month. It's fine. He's 100% swamp romp. Yeah. As opposed to like helpful stuff all and swamp, swamp romp, romp. All the time. Yeah. yeah, you never go full swamp romp. <laughs> never go. <laughs> yeah. But Laurel is there with, I didn't know it at the time when you came up, our mutual friends, um, Jared and Rebecca. So they all came up individually. It just kept, it was like a revolving door. It was all very funny. Jared ran up filming with a flashlight on, like directly to my face. That is his style. It was very embarrassing and fun. Yeah. Had a great time. Uh, but yeah, we've been internet friends for a while. And that was the first time we actually That was the met. first time I saw him. I had to take the opportunity. We almost have I a couple of times. Yeah, we keep like, we definitely hang out at the same places, but never at the same time. So this was like, couldn't let the opportunity go. It's a big, mo- big moment. Mm-hmm. And then podcast. Huge. Um, we just listened to your podcast with Sanjay Gupta. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. He's a big deal. Uh, it was great. One thing that I found fascinating was the Instagram metrics. You, you heard that, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say her Instagram uh, handle. Old handle. Because he was obsessed with that. Oh, yeah, the old handle. I When I started my Instagram, because it was a personal account, my original intention with my Instagram was that no one from work or professional life ever find me. Yeah, it was private for yeah, a reason. Yeah, it was yeah. private. And so the Instagram name was King Gutter Baby, which people were really obsessed with for a long time because I was doing all the science education under it. But uh, the novelty of it wore off after about a year and a half. So you did change it? I did. Yeah, okay. it's just my name now. Yeah, that was something that <laughs> when people reached out saying that they loved you, someone said, I love King Gutter Baby. And I am a newer follower. Yeah. So I was like... Uh-huh. It's funny for somebody <laughs> to no be no idea like, what you're talking about. I wear a mask because King Gutter Baby told me to. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's a cult. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like, like people get really into like the KG like we love KGB, like KGB. Yeah, that's that's, funny that's how the the long the long uh people who have been there since the beginning kind of distinguish <laughs> themselves is that they know that my Instagram handle used to be King Gutter Baby. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a weird insult. It's like I love King Gutter Baby. I I wouldn't Call her that. It feels very mean. Yeah, don't call her that. I don't know why that. you called her that. Yeah. It was my own name. Well, no, now, it's pro- now it's available if anybody out there wants to go it get it. It is not. Oh, you still is, have it. Okay, so it was actually a saga to change my Instagram mm. handle. I like, because I have so many followers, you can't just change it. Like, Instagram won't let you just, like, put a new handle in. So I had to, like, talk to an Instagram handler about switching my name over and, like, what it was going to be. It took, like, months to do. It was do a they whole... call them Instagram handlers? Yeah, no, I was going to say, do. that's too perfect. <laughs> okay, okay. That was my name for that them, Instagram handlers. Right. Um, but so it took, like, months and months, and I asked her, you know, what happens to King Gutter Baby? Like, <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it retired? Like, can it be available? Because I just didn't want anyone else to get it and, like, confuse people or sure, whatever. Right. Yeah. And they said that after... It's like when you sell your house. You want to go to a loving home. Yeah. You don't want anyone to pick it up, turn it into a crack no, house. No, I wanted right. to set it on fire so no one else can have oh, it. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, you burn the house down. You burn the house down when you leave it. Um, but so they told me that after... It takes about 10 days, but then it goes 
into the wild again and like anyone can have it. So I waited and I checked every day to get it back just so that no one else would get it. And uh, I finally got it. And so I had two Instagram accounts and I was like, okay, well maybe I will like post my dumber stuff on this. Cause I don't, you know, I still post private, like my personal life, but not like the dumbest ass. Like I've, I've censored myself a tiny bit just right. cause I don't feel like people commenting on the kind of stuff right. I used to post. Right. Um, you kind of want people to take you a little bit seriously. Like not a e- I mostly just don't even want their opinion on like yeah. dumb joke. Like people don't understand jokes on the internet a right. lot. And so there's jokes that I don't post because I and don't. And it's like science and data. Yeah. And then swamp jokes. People have a hard time understanding sometimes. Their brains explode. But they so go. I got it and I was like adding my like, it was private and I was adding my like actual friends and um, I think somebody really wanted it. And so they like reported it and reported it until it got disabled. And I was like, well, that's fine. Now it's just dead and I don't have to run to Instagram accounts. So I'm just going to let it be dead. They reported it. I think someone reported it like enough that they locked like Instagram locked the account. Oh, wow. Well, that's kind of fine with you anyway. Yeah. It's the equivalent of burning your house down. So I was like, all right, great. Nobody gets it. It's also a little scary that, that people can just do that. I know. Like what happens to good people too. If a bad person sends all their followers to report someone, then they just kind of, they're in internet jail for a while. I, had, I, I was in Instagram jail for a while. No. You can tag me in anything. And that's how every, like my information spreads is people tag my account and say, go watch Laurel's stories. Yeah. And, um, for a while it was like, anytime anyone tried to tag me, it would say like at Laurel Bristow cannot be tagged in posts due to violations of COVID-19 misinformation. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And you are a viral, inf- say your title again. <laughs> I'm an infectious disease. disease. So yeah. I'm sure it was like an anti-vax or an ivermectin or a whatever group. So people were, were just, re- so it just automatically does it. Probably and sent their followers to report me for misinformation and then it got locked because oh no. they can't. You got rogan Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> well, it's crazy that just enough people yelling it to Instagram is enough to, for them to just disable it yeah. rather than being like, hey, let's look into her. Oh, I she, think usually they look into it, but at first, like, we got to stop the bleeding. What's going on here? And they yeah, just, and like, they just pause stop it. it. Oh, and sure. that was also a huge like to do to get that undone that the people at Instagram couldn't even figure out how to do it. And the reason that it got undone is because I had been invited by a conservative talk show radio host to be on his show because his wife. Um, was going through chemotherapy and so they took COVID very seriously and he wanted me to talk to his audience about like the importance of, um, you know, mitigation. And so because he was in my followers, he like DM'd me when I was talking about how I knew I was in Instagram jail and he said like, that's unacceptable. Like, let me talk to my people at Facebook. Let me see what I can do. And the next day I was unlocked and I said, you know, thank you so much. This It's so nice that you helped me like this. And he said, yeah, well, you know, I have Zuckerberg's cell phone number. <laughs> Whoa. So we had, like, can you imagine like texting Mark Zuckerberg and being like, this account is real important. You got a letter out of jail. And Mark. he was like, did it. Hey, Zuck, uh, King Gutter Baby needs your help. He needs to be freed. That's wild. And he did it. And he did it. He got off his hoverboard. Yeah. And <laughs> it's also weird that Mark Zuckerberg has a phone for some reason to me. Like, obviously it's all tech, but he just... Which is what a nerd. Just weird him Dude. holding a smartphone. No, he has a phone like I in a I feel like he has a like a belt rotary clip. Phone. He has a belt clip. Okay, that's, that makes some more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little Bluetooth. Yeah, but he's got more than one phone. But I bet he has like 10 contacts. <laughs> Just 10 people. Because like his it, secretary yeah. Something or weird. his executive assistant has the phone that has all the like business stuff. Yeah. And he just like has his mom and his dad. Yeah. And this conservative radio talk show host. Yeah. I feel like you're on a plane and you know, people are playing Tune Blast, Candy Crush, whatever. And he's like playing his calculator. Like he has a phone. He just does it weird. You know what I mean? He's just typing boobs on his calculator. <laughs> Flipping upside down. Still funny. Do you guys ever heard of this? Still funny. Yeah. Um, the thing on the Sanjay episode. This was a while ago. It was like a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. it's, it's I, I'm, your following's a lot bigger now, but it was 92% female. It probably still is in that range. Let me just, I'll look right now. Yeah. That is wild. That's such a high percentage. It's just dudes don't want information. They don't want information from women. Well, it's that's maybe part of it. It's funny what too because on? there's a lot of like uh, celebrities, you know, well-known people that follow me, um, and they'll talk about how their husbands like hear my voice all the time, and I'm like, well, why doesn't your husband follow me? Like, are you guys? Is it just your job is to like yeah. take care of, take care of the household? I guess. Weird. It is strange, but it is a very. I know it's not 92, percent but Instagram is way more women than men, right? Overall, probably. Let's see. I have no idea. I've heard that. 
Isn't that how we got into the, this? Is the reason we need you because people just say things. You're like, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so do your own research. Uh, yeah. it, I am currently at 90.8% women and 9.1% men. All right. We're cutting into it. Whoa. The biggest ages are 25 to 44. All right. I'm going to follow you right now. Tell me if it changes. <laughs> U.S.? Where's everybody located? Uh, let's see. I was a heavily U.S. Yeah. They don't tell me outside, but my biggest cities are New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Portland, and Seattle. Those are big ones. There Not even go. Atlanta. Not even your so home. Crazy. All right. Well, that's fine. It's, okay. So you got this giant following. Now you're an influencer. Which I know it's a weird word and not ever what you wanted to be. What do you do with that? Because I'm sure there's like brand deals coming at you and stuff. Not really. Really? Which is fine. I wouldn't really know what to do with it yeah. if it did. I view. I mean, I've, my influence has got me some free stuff, which is fun. Um, but mostly, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird balance too because. When you just have that following, no matter what I'm doing, people are like, oh, where did you get your shirt from? Where did you get your sunglasses? Where are those shoes mm-hmm, from? Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to have to do a bunch of free ads. Like, do you guys know how this works? Like, you're messing up my ability to, like, get, you know, sponsored content. But I do, I'm very careful about, like, what I do actually accept to make sure there's no conflict. Like, I've gotten requests from, like, mask companies or, like, supplements, which I'm just, like, absolutely not. Why mm-hmm. would I ever do that? So I, do, I am more conscientious about it, but I've gotten one big influencer, like, contract from uh, Ann Taylor Loft, and that was, like, the one that I did. That cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fascinating to me because most people, you know, start posting online because they want a big following. Like, they want people to think they're funny or show off their dance moves, whatever. But it's just fascinating to, this is what I do. People need to hear it, post about it, and you just get a following without really trying. Yeah, I think it, it's I, like, what do you do with that? I think it is. It's, it's helped me keep perspective on things, like I said. Um, and I, I'm grateful that, you know, I made a conscious decision that I wasn't going to try to make money from this. And that way, when I don't feel like posting, I can just not post and I cannot care when my follower count goes down. Like, I think I've lost like 7,000 followers or something from like being on vacation. I'm like, "Mm, okay, whatever. Like that's fine. Yeah. So that is nice. But I mean, you see some of these influencers who are just like rolling in it and you're like, how does that happen? And also you must be hustling so hard and that does not appeal to me at all. Yeah. Every now and then I kind of get a glimpse behind the scenes of one. And I know Aaron, you know, some people like that too. And it's like, oh yeah, it's a lot of work. It's not just this, oh, here's what I'm wearing. It's like yeah. a monthly plan or like a every day, here's my calendar for my posts. And I mean, it can be as intense as they want it to be. Yeah. It can be. And then I've been on some emails where <laughs> like Sean Mendez was one, dropped his name, it was years ago, it's fine. And they're like, hey, we have $300,000 for this one Instagram post. And his manager is like, we'll start talking at five. <laughs> just hard no. And I was like, that's not hard. But he's doing other hard things. Yeah, yeah, But that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. a that's crazy. secondary thing. Wild. Yeah. Wild to me. Yeah, it's crazy. Can't relate. No. Um, I am at 64% women following. Oh, that's pretty good. So, that's a pretty good you, split. Aaron? Let's try know. to guess Aaron's. I bet Aaron is like 70, 70% female. Really? Yeah. Uh, insights. Do you have a guess? Ooh, okay. I want to put that Aaron... I'm going to go 73 Wait, what do we'll you do it Price is Right rules. Yeah, what do you click? Go to um, Insights. Insights. And then you go to... The, first time using Instagram. Go to the followers, <laughs> like that third one down. Click on that bad boy. Uh-huh. And then you can and scroll, scroll down. down. It'll give you a little nice pie chart. A gender pie chart. 52.9% women. Oh, Ooh, all right. All right. Shouts out, fellas. Yeah. Schools. Supporting your boy. Dude, dudes love you, man. 2534 that's that's the age range. As soon as you shaved your head, the dudes were like, "All right, we can mess with this, this guy." My yeah, God. you're in your yeah. da- Jason Statham phase. That's, yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> that is as it. As we all go through. As we all do. That was one of uh, so the first COVID Christmas. I wasn't going home because I was working in the hospital. The like, first COVID Christmas. <laughs> I was working in the hospital all the time, so I wasn't going to go home. Um, and so I decided to do a fundraiser that I would do. Uh, I ended up doing Christmas Eve karaoke where I just did Instagram live and took karaoke requests for anyone else who was like alone on Christmas because yeah. of social distancing. But the other thing I was considering doing was a one woman, one hour um, show of the Meg where I play all the parts. 
By reading the Just like script? doing, I would do my own interpretation of it, but yeah. Oh, that's great. Do you know what that is? Is that the Megalodon movie? <laughs> yes, it's so good. I think I watched it on an airplane, and yes. That's a I, perfect airplane movie. I would good, love Except to the screen's see, so small. But yeah, the Megalodon still was... Pretty big? I still felt it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I get that. Um, the Meg. I forgot it was called The Meg. The Meg. The yeah. Meg. When would Meg... Megalodon like, took over culture for like... 10 minutes. A while there. Was yeah. it Shark Week? They were, they were like the search for Megalodon and then everybody was Well, have you seen that like, current like, TikTok um, conspiracy theory about the giant shark that's gone missing and everyone's like, it got eaten by something bigger. No. It like had a tag. It has like a tracking tag on it and it... There's always would, a bigger fish. Yeah, it would get pinged all over the place and then it just disappeared in the middle of the Atlantic at one point. And then I guess there was a heat sensor on the tag, like that tracked the temperatures of the water that it was going through. And it like in an instant went from however cold the water was to like 75 degrees, which can only happen like in, in a belly? the belly of an animal. Uh, so they're like, the Meg is down there. So maybe it's time to rewatch the Meg so that we're prepared. The ocean sucks. Yeah, ocean Aaron, Aaron, you've been posting a lot about the ocean. I've been lately. on one about the ocean. And then you were in the Great Lakes. Like those aren't scary. That's a, it's a lake. Lampreys. Yeah. There, there's stuff in the lakes. I did get roasted for that pretty hard. Yeah. For what? There's people just started sending me <laughs> horror stories about lakes. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Water. Lakes water are scary because they're always like, I guess not the Great Lakes, but like most lakes are like flooded towns. Yeah. And there's like probably cemeteries under there. And well, stuff. there's like, I think a ton of shipwrecks in the Great Lakes too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's some ghosts down there. Didn't know that. Yeah. Probably right. not a megalodon, but. But maybe. Some evil spirits. We don't know. I think just not seeing my feet. <laughs> Like you don't just don't know? That's so weird to me. Uh, I got to float in the Dead Sea one time. I did too. Mm. That's like the safest because there's they so say much salt. nothing can live in it. Yeah. So it's so the only you, time so I've ever think. like been in like the ocean or a sea where I was just like I feel totally safe. Except my leg hurts from this cut I didn't know I had. But, <laughs> but then you're so sweaty, and if you wipe your eyes, you'll want to die. I yeah, that, that will make you want to die. Yeah. And you have to. <laughs> you can't splash. We have to run in and get fresh water in your eyeballs. It sucked. Yeah. Israel sucks. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Let's I mean, get rid of it. We're this. not doing that. <laughs> okay. Um, you said a bunch of celebrities follow you. Follow you. Are you, you got any new famous pals you want to name drop? Uh, I think the one I got most excited about was early on was Tiffany Thiessen. Cool. Kelly Kapowski mm-hmm. from Save by the Bell. Did she, she drop Amber? She told me I was she was proud of me. Wow. wow. That's exciting. What an affirmation. Mm-hmm. It was Tiffany Amber Thiessen, right? Yes, I think she, as an adult, is just Tiffany. Got it, cool. Um, And I have been kickboxing with Mary Elizabeth Ellis Day, who plays the waitress on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Amazing. She is very cool in real life. She's so great in that. She's fun. Sarah Paulson and I have sent voice memos back and forth to each other. She's very charming. Huge. Um, Yeah, it's just cool when people are like really into science and education. And I went through... I got a little drunk one night and decided I was going to hurt my own feelings and look at like which celebrities had unfollowed oh, no. me. Yeah. Like I'm like, who still follows Who do we me? hate now? Zoe Saldana followed me for a while and then unfollowed me pretty mm. quickly. I was like, hey, I'm fine. Dang. Yeah. But you I was surprised. What? I have a pretty high retention level. So. That's great. That's awesome. Um, I was in Chicago this past weekend and a Chance the Rapper follows me on Twitter oh, for fine. some reason. And he doesn't follow many people. Last time I was in Chicago, a few years ago, pre-COVID, yeah, I had, you know, two to 20 beers and DM'd him. Nice. I don't know what I said. He, he's too scared to go look. And yeah. See what and he I, I told everyone this past weekend and they were on me all weekend. They to like, look it phone, up. Just look, phone, yeah. And we didn't do it. And I was like, if I let me do it and not tell you knowing you, it can't be that bad. I don't think it was that bad. No, it's probably it very adoring and polite. It's, I'm never. I'm, I don't send a bad. I want to hold this secret. If just I, if for I, me I someone heart. should see give it, it to me just yeah. so you can lighten the load. Maybe maybe one day. Oh. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to face that. I will. He get, didn't respond, though. He didn't respond. Okay. There will be That's yeah. A bad sign. I don't think. I don't know if I've ever sent a bad, inebriated message, or one that I deeply wow. regret. I definitely have. So that's <laughs> incredible. There are times if it's like this. A couple weeks ago, I was at a wedding, uh, and you wake up and you see blank, liked your message, and I was like, message, a message, <laughs> but it's always just so normal and nice. Someone wants to take my like, phone and send out a message last night. It'll just be like people I haven't seen in years from high school. Be like, oh, that's so fun. I'm glad you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just get really generous with like nice comments. Oh, I do that a lot. Like on Instagram. For I'll sure. Like, 
like that, like, like that, uh-huh. like that. Comment emoji. I feel like it could be a lot worse, so I'll I'll, I'll take that. Um, what are some uh, infectious diseases we should be on the lookout for? <laughs> monkeypox is r- real. That's what I was going to ask. That was now. my next question. Yeah. I think monkeypox sounds like cereal. <sighs> monkeypox, I would <laughs> not be surprised if we changed the name now that it's so um, probably going to be an endemic thing that we have to think about for a while. I mean, it's not going to be like high numbers, but like I think it is going to be around. Um, and when so- you say we... Is it you? Me and personally the, and the authorities. Because who else? I mean, it could be you. Like, yeah, it's it's the infectious don't rope disease us into this. I can't yeah. do anything. World. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, we. What what would you change the name to? I don't know. It's an orthopox virus, so you could come up with something a little better because it's not actually from monkeys. Why does it? Why does it say monkey at the beginning? It, it is because it explicitly says monkeys. Probably I know. From monkeys. It's because yeah, it I was, feel like it might be from monkeys. <laughs> when it was so. first discovered, it was in a colony of research monkeys, so they named it monkeypox. But it's not actually from monkeys. They're not the reservoir. We just tested it on them. They just we were testing other stuff and then they got monkeypox. It's like if you were the first oh. person to get COVID and they found it in you and they're like, oh, it's the Andrew disease. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't make it. Yeah, we but just got it early. I'm famous from it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How did? The, uh, yeah. So, what is monkeypox again? It's you, is it like chickenpox? Is that how no, the chickenpox got its name? Because well, I don't know how chickenpox got its name, but chickenpox isn't even a pox. It is a herpes virus. Oh well, I understand why they don't call it that. Yeah. <laughs> chicken herpes. More herpes. Chicken herpes. <laughs> Ew, my daughter is chicken herpes. Like no. Like, oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, so what is monkeypox then? Yeah, monkeypox is an an orthopox virus. It is a DNA virus. COVID is an RNA virus. So DNA viruses, like they live on surfaces for longer. Mm. So you do have to worry about like washing your hands with them. Um, But yeah, the one that has been circulating is the West African clade, which is the one with the lower mortality rate, which is good. Um, It appears that it's pretty mild. And uh, the reason it's spreading so much is because it's just not presenting the way that we're used to it, which is it used to be like pustules like all over the face and body primarily the palms of the hands and the feet and so uh those ones the cases that i've seen pictures it's just like a few like you might think it's a zit or an ingrown hair so have fun thinking about that for the rest of your life if you have monkey box <laughs> or not um but yeah it's just the treatment is just you let it pass you just isolate until you're not contagious anymore pretty much so it's not something we need to be overly worried about but no. it is a thing it is a thing it's not something you know you just have to continue to make good choices okay. about your risk of exposure to others. But yeah, currently it's not something that's like causing a lot of long lasting harm to people. Thankfully. Cool. Yeah. I'm, it was, well, you know, there's just exhaust exhaustion. We all have it when mm-hmm. it comes to COVID and things. I've skipped a couple podcasts about monkeypox. you know, like the daily just did one. And I was like, I can't, I just can't, can't, can't take that I'll on find right out. Now. I'll find out about it soon. I know, but yeah. I just can't do it. So that helped. Thank All right, you. Well, we won't put monkey pucks in the title of this episode. No. Because people will just skip, skip it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a great list of COVID uh, theories. Okay. And let's I would hear. love to throw of them people out. people who have passed from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we're going to do an in memoriam. A million yep. people. Um, All right. These are conspiracy theories. Yes. I just want to know what you what you've heard. Uh, if people have been in your DMs about them, which I'm sure most of them yeah. have been. Five uh, G. Do you know the five G? Uh, I don't know this one. Everyone started rolling out five G networks yeah. as soon as COVID dropped, and so people are like, "What are the tech companies doing? Yeah, what's going on out there that it goes to here, and then we start dying?" Well, that's ridiculous because everybody knows that. You got better Wi-Fi after you got vaccinated. Oh, that's true. That's a that good is point. pretty true. Your microchip yeah. is a booster. All right, See, that, that is that's that is the, the best f- way to combat nonsense is with more nonsense. More nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, combat that is the first time we're gonna have a uh, disclaimer. We're, we're gonna you get guys the, are gonna like, get the warning. Misinformation oh, yeah. warning. No, we have had it before. Have we? Yeah, we have. Just from just from him mentioning from something, mentioning COVID and making a joke, probably. Uh, have, has anyone said that in your comments? No, the five G one didn't get a lot of traction. Okay. I think we had bigger fish to fry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> All right, so it's not five G is okay. Is what we're hearing. I think everyone realized that COVID is still spreading in countries that didn't have five G yet, and they're like, "All right, All right we give that That's one up." Probably not. Yeah, it. that was a yeah. that was a sloppy. That was a sloppy. It was the Kremlin there. was pushing that one for whatever reason, but they were. I don't. know. I just read an article. Cool. No idea who wrote it. Classic. <laughs> I didn't do my own research. Kremlin. There. It could have been anybody. I could have gotten Kremlin to there. Uh, Bill Gates. He's at the head of every conspiracy. Mm-hmm. He came out with a TED talk. In 2015, mm-hmm. where he warned of a potential upcoming 
pandemic. That just sounds like a good guy thing to say, right? Just like... I mean, we knew that something was going to happen and that it was most likely to be a respiratory pathogen. It's just like one of those things that you don't pay attention to until it directly affects you. It's like there have been people who have been talking about this for a long time. For sure. Yeah. Um, also, he might have made that prediction, gotten frustrated that it wasn't happening. <laughs> and then made it happen. And then made it happen so he could be like, oh, see? <laughs> yeah. You ever kill That's million, what I believe. millions of people just to prove your 2015 TED Talk correct? I have. I would if I could. I have, for sure. Any Bill Gates truthers in your comments? Oh, I'm sure there are a ton they get blocked because we just, bad faith arguments I don't entertain. I get that. Yeah. All right. Very healthy of you. Yeah. Uh, biological weapon. That It was just a Beijing-linked cover-up trying to, you know, weaken the whole world. I've heard that one a lot. I feel like it, we have more efficient biological weapons than COVID. Because, like, it was bad, but it was also real slow. Yeah. But is it a sneaky one? It wasn't very sneaky. If, it, if we all got like anthrax packages from Beijing, it'd be like, China, stop. It's a, <laughs> it weakens us by killing our weakest people. Yeah. It's not a very good It's not a good attack. It's like, oh, no, yeah. only all the strong, healthy people are left. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. why I always think the like, conspiracy theories about the vaccine killing people are so funny. Because it's like, yeah, the government would kill the people who comply with what they want you to do. That's true. That checks out. Yeah. Uh, GMOs. What is that? Mm, wait, I have let no me idea. see if I can get that acronym. I don't know what GMOs GMO, are. GMO. Uh, gluten. And manifest. Orifice. That's, no, I don't think that's it. Oh. It's gluten. Main. Frame. Organism. So close. Genetically modified organism. You got I got, the organism. I got organism. organism. All right, Correct. give me a third of a point. What is the, what is this conspiracy theory? With I GMOs? don't know. I it just I, says it GMOs. Didn't say what GMOs were. They <laughs> as, they assumed GMOs. that I knew, so I just wrote GMOs question mark. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, GMOs did it. That's Great, the grand, grandmother orthopedic. Uh huh. That'd be a good one. Um, do you have Do you have a few more acronyms you can throw at us? See if we. Um. Ooh, NIAD. Whoa, oh, N I A D. N I. This isn't a spelling. Contest. I, I want to. <laughs> it's such a long acronym. You just say the word. N A I D. And this has to do with COVID. It's that's the actual branch that uh, Fauci is in charge of. He's not in charge of the whole NIH. He's in I'm charge gonna, of uh, NIAD. I'm going to guess the ID is infectious disease. Mm-hmm. N is national. Yes. Association. So what, what letter? Oh, it's N I A I D. Oh gosh, I can't even keep this straight. National Institute and. You're close. Academy. You're, the the A is the, a tricky one. Association Academy Aerospace. Uh-uh. Airborne. No. Oh, uh, Airborne is a good one. Thank you. Uh, advocate. No. Uh, Asthma. Close. You're getting, getting asthmatic. Aromatic. I, I believe it is the uh, National Institute of Allergens and Infectious Disease. Mm, oh, should have known allergens. We could have gotten that after a few days. Yeah. A few days. <laughs> we would have figured it out. Um. This is a big one. COVID is fake. That's oh, it's a big does, conspiracy theory. Prob's not. That is uh, Alex Jones. You know, you love Alex Jones. You're a very <laughs> oh, huge fan. Yeah, yeah I've been, I'm on his Patreon. The plot of the elite to take away our freedom. That's pretty That's good. Not bad. Pretty good voice. That is a pretty good voice. All right. But incorrect. So <laughs> it, is, it is real? <laughs> yes, okay. it is real. You looked into it? I did, yeah. Okay. The yeah, next one is Deep State. Feels It's like... COVID's Easy. Yeah, the same thing. Just take away our freedom. Control. Uh, big Pharma. That's a spicier one, right? Of course. Like, uh, that evidence-based medicine doesn't work and is a plot by big pharma companies to make us ill. That's why they use... Uh, so that we'll buy their stuff? Is that why? Um, well, it's also for, like, Alex Jones and other people to uh, sell supplements and this alternative medicine to be like, you can't trust big pharma. They're trying to make you sick. Uh, so you yeah, try that's, always, that's always an interesting argument to me is the like, don't, they're doing a thing to make money, but this thing that I'm selling you is also. <laughs> they're trying to take money. advantage of your fear. Buy this or you'll die. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, there's the microchip one. Oh, yeah. A lot of people believe that, it feels like. I mean, if we had microchips that small, I feel like we'd be doing a lot cooler stuff with it. They yeah, could have given us microchips at so many different times in our lives. I mean, if we all carry around cell phones. Like, you're they know where we voluntarily are. glued. There's nothing they're getting from a microchip that we're not already just given them so that we can get a filter that looks like a dog. There's two, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's told- two cameras on us at all times that we carry. Yeah. On our front and back of our phones. Yeah. They see, they see all. Yeah. 
Um, all right, that's it. That's the COVID. Is that that's all? That's it? it. Yeah. There's got to be some some more. Those are the. What are some the other ones, ones that you've heard? Yeah. yeah. What have I heard? Um, there's a lot. I mean, like people really want ivermectin to be a thing, and it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So explain. Okay. Which one is that? Is that, that the is the horse that- tranquilizer Joe Rogan thing, but it wasn't a horse tranquilizer. So a dewormer. It's a dewormer. It's a dewormer that it ha- was a life-changing invention for um, countries that experience onchocerosis, which is river blindness. It was like very instrumental in uh, kind of reducing those rates of river blindness. Uh, in the United States, it's primarily used as a livestock dewormer because it is an antiparasitic. But uh, basically, people just really want to believe that this is not happening and there's an easy fix to it. And the reason we're not doing it is because someone is standing in between us. Cause that's easier to believe than like things are just different now and it's hard and it takes time. It's a simpler thing to yeah, just yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah. You wrap your head around it. The reason that this is all happening is because they won't give us the magic pill. They won't give us the thing we need. Yeah. yeah. But as someone who has done an actual ivermectin study, like it really is just not, it's not a magic cure for COVID. It's not for this. Yeah. yeah. But it also is for humans in certain contexts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great for humans in certain contexts, but you also don't want to take too much of it, which is the problem that people were like self-administering horse strength dewormer, which can cause a lot of issues, especially if you're on med- other medications. Not safe to do it that way. The people that were taking it, could they? did they have to get a prescription or is it just an over-the-counter thing? Or so they, were they could, making their own in their sinks? Yeah, some people were buying it from livestock Um like stores that really, yeah, you can buy it over the counter. And I think most of those got locked up at this point. Um, and then there were doctors who were making just so much money cause they would just charge a $90 flat fee consultation. And then they would write you a prescription for Whoa. ivermectin. Gosh. How are there doctors that do that? Yeah. This pandemic I think is really teaching people that like not all doctors are very good. Well, also just like, the opioid thing. I mean, yeah. it was the same thing. Basically it was like, Hey, we just make money from writing these prescriptions. Cause mm-hmm. this is the exact thing. People, people come in here knowing what they want. And so we'll just give it to them and make all the money. Yeah. Yeah. That does suck. Cause you're like, trust, trust the science, trust doctors. Then there's the, the wacky doctors yeah. that put on lab coats and do you're press like, conferences. Not, them. not those doctors. <laughs> That's insane. And it's also very insane to be like, I'm not going to go to the hospital or talk to anyone. I'm just going to go to, tractor supply yeah and i'll figure it out yeah i think i figured it out yeah, yeah that's the most dangerous part that i try to explain to people is like they're like well why can't people just take this you know if it's not gonna hurt them and it's like well the problem comes when people say i'm gonna take this instead of this other thing that we have as evidence for yeah and then those people die bummer mm-hmm. yeah not good no um have you had covid i still have not had covid really um, yeah i'm waiting for that shoe to dry i mean my time will come eventually but I keep giving my blood because I'm like, something's going on in there. Like, I'm, you know, fairly cautious and I make smart choices, but I also like went on vacation to New York and I was not, I was a little reckless and I still didn't get it. So yeah, it's, it's saving you for last. I guess. Because you're its biggest enemy. I know. It's the final boss battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and COVID. Yep. We're going to televise it. <laughs> yeah, you could get some good pay-per-view money. From, yeah, from that. <laughs> it's just me sick in my bed. Yeah, I've had COVID twice. Wow. Once before the vaccine was available, and then once after I had been vaccinated. How many times can I get it? Infinity. It seems like that might be the answer. Dang. Yeah. That's sorry. Fresh, that's frustrating. <laughs> when was the last time? Uh, like Christmas when everybody was like right oh, after when Christmas. Everyone got Omicron. When everybody yeah, was yeah. getting that's that when one. I had it. My yeah. annoying. You got Omicron. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you you have a tough job in it. Full time stand up comedy. Yeah, I travel, fly every week. Yeah, so, so, so you, really you stop for catch, so long, but then they everyone starts having shows, and you're like, "Do I work? They're just gonna get another comedian. What do I do?" That's tough. Yeah, now everything, everyone's acting normal again, so it yeah. kind of feels normal. But I now flying without a mask on and everything, I'm like, "Well, if there's something to get, I'm gonna get it." You know? Yeah, people but, also always forget that there's like other stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I had. Well, last a few weeks ago, I thought I had COVID for a third time. It turns out it was just a sinus infection, yeah. which affected me way worse than either time I had I had COVID. Yeah, yeah. I have a um, runny nose a little bit right now, and I've had it for like a week and a half, and I've tested four times. So I'm always every morning I wake up, I'm like, "Is yeah. that it?" Is that it? Honestly, it's gotten to the point where when I like have a little sniffle or something and I test negative, I'm like, what the f*** is happening right now? Like, come on. Yeah. Because it's just like that anxiety of me waiting to see if it's like going to happen or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. It feels like almost everybody's had it. I also feel like I've been microdosing COVID for two years because like (laughs) I'm just going in, you know, I was in patient rooms for hours at a time before a vaccine was available with just a mask. 
Yeah. You know, in my PPE. And so it's we like... them all the time. Yeah. I feel like I maybe just have just gotten a light light dose for a while. Yeah. Like, you are unvaccinated, you said, right? I'm unvaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get to that. Save that for the end. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I've had all three. Um, PP- all three different brands. Yeah. I mix them, mix <laughs> yeah, them up. That's uh-huh. good. Like a suicide, you know? Yeah. Uh, PPE. What does it stand for? Uh, personal protective equipment. Correct. Protective yeah. or protection? Protective. Protective. Yeah, you, got it. you did. You weren't sure, so yeah. I get that one. Stop testing me. She. <laughs> I just wanted to see. I, like I, want, I, I want to know like when, when you don't know. Me. Yeah, that's what. I mean, it doesn't help that you just know the normal ones, like I do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, grade the U.S. Yeah, how do we do? Uh, and I would love to hear like a couple countries that you think in general were just better F than us. All over. F. Um, no, we did really, really poorly. Um, I think you know New Zealand and Japan have done a really good job. Mm-hmm. They obviously have been very strict about their borders, border control. Um, but now they're having, you know, the most COVID cases that they've ever had, but they're having so few deaths because they vaccinated people like so aggressively before it got into the country. So I think those are countries that have been doing really well. Um, I just think, you know, our, our idea of personal freedom has really gotten in the way of doing things that would have made everyone's life easier, you know? Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah, big resistance to compliance of any kind, even if it's reasonable. Yeah. So the principle of the matter. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't tell me what to do. That's what, what I say. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> amen, big, amen, brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. What What do you want your job to look like in like five years? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I everyone is like, believe me, that people in infectious disease are also extremely sick of COVID. So yeah. like, we're really excited to get to a place where it like is not that big deal but it's proven to be a slippery little sucker because like we really did not see that omicron wave come in the way that it did um thankfully it did not come with the same level of death as previous but i think you know in the next five years if we can really get covid to a spot where it's just not like overwhelming all of our brains all of the time that would be delightful yeah amen where you can get it like you get the flu or RSV and you're like, well, you could have avoided that, but you're not going to die. So let's just keep going. Right. Is there, do you see something else coming? <laughs> I know you talked about like other, you know, there's other diseases coming and monkeypox and all these things that are, that are here now. But like, is there a big wave of something we're not seeing that you're seeing? No, not currently. I mean, a, a megalodon of sorts. <laughs> a megalodon of sorts. Uh, there, I mean, there's almost certainly will be, you know, another pandemic because we have them every few years. People forget about like swine flu. That was like a real thing that was worried. It wasn't the level of COVID, but right. we had panic about that. And so it's like stuff like that, thinking about, um, kind of what the next, the next panic will be. And then if it will turn into like a reality of something that's really difficult to deal with. Um, as we continue learning about COVID and seeing how it changes, where can people go for like reliable information other than your Instagram? Like, cause that's the hardest thing I feel like for people is like, all right, there's so much information. There's doctors and scientists and news people. Like who, who do you like to listen to and take them seriously? Yeah. The Atlantic does really good COVID coverage. I feel like they have some really smart writers who do their due diligence when they're looking into and picking experts to talk to. Um, I think it's just, you know, an important matter of like being skeptical, like, cause stuff that is wackadoo really doesn't take that much effort to pick apart, to like right. see the flaws in. And so I think, you know, if you are someone who doesn't want to have to do that work, who doesn't want to have to be hypervigilant, then it's just a matter of like curating kind of um, people that you trust, people that people you trust trust, people who take the time to explain things. Because I feel like one of the biggest red flags for me for these conspiracy groups or, um, you know, fear-mongering sites that they post stuff and they won't like, they don't post links to their sources or they don't, you know, give any explanation for why something is happening. And so I feel like that it's, a lot of reliance on the hope that you won't look into it, um, even if you have the information. So I feel like just, you know, stay, stay questioning. And that can make a big difference in terms of like just weeding out what is not true for yourself really quickly. Love it. That's great. Um, I do have a couple abbreviations. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Are you going to test her on them? Uh, both of y'all. Okay. Okay. Well, you tell me. If, I'll, say, says, I'll say, say if, if you know I know it, it and yeah. then you can have a try. Perfect. Um, 
HCP. Oh, could be so many things. It's a more obvious one. I mean, maybe. HCP? Why don't you guess it if you think you know I was going to say healthcare provider. Personnel. But yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it. Nice. Um, N-I-O-S-H. NIOSH? Is that how you say it? Do you know? The I is Institute. National? A federal agency designed to prevent worker illness. Oh, OSHA. Is that what you're looking at? Maybe. It's <laughs> N-I-O-S-H, or the letters. Well, because there's OSHA is the worker protection organization. The NI, National Institute for OSH. Occupational self, uh, Safety and Health. And that's it. Nice. That's it. Uh, P-A- right. P-A-P-R. Oh, God, yeah. What does that stand for? And not paper. Uh, surely yeah. there's an app startup out there called uh, paper, paper with all the E in it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know vaguely what it is, but I can't remember what the acronym stands for. Yeah, I can't remember either. What would you guess? P-A-P-R. Uh, I, uh, personal? No. Advocacy? No. I don't know. I'm tired of this game. A, pow- a powered air purifying respirator. Yeah. Uh, oh, let yeah. me get oh, one yeah. more good one. All right. One more. Um, <laughs> Just dead air. Uh, what do you think COVID-19? Do you know what it, how we came up with that word? How I came up with COVID-19? Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like I do, but I don't. You do. It's the 19th? No, it's a couple like, words like smashed together a little bit. Coronavirus. What's the end of it? Disease. <laughs> Disease. Yeah. And then 2019. Yeah. We did it. Is it from the year? Yeah, it's from the year. Oh, I didn't realize it was from the year. The year it was discovered, which wow. is why it's always funny when people are like, why wasn't COVID 1 through 18 this big of a mm-hmm. problem? And you're like, because yeah, those don't That's exist. not why we call it that. Dumb. Amazing. Um, all right. That was a great game. It went great. Yeah. That Everyone was just full of energy. Yeah. And Super man, fun. that's going to be our clip. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm sweating. I don't know why that made me sweat. Uh, <laughs> it is not King Gutter Baby. Yeah, it what is, is your Instagram at Laurel now? underscore two underscore two underscore. Oh man, Laurel underscore underscore Bristow. Great. I like it, and that's everywhere or just uh, yeah, pretty much everywhere. Okay, okay. And if people have COVID, they should just uh, come find you and be like, "What do I do?" Yeah, no, that's I like that. Yeah. Don't look at any of the information that I have saved on my account. Just yeah. ask. Ask a question. We want, a person, we want away. personal answers for yeah. you. Uh-huh. Um, what is your? We ask all our guests this. What's your email sign off? What do you, at the end of your emails? What do you put right before your name? Like best. Thank oh, you. Oh, I'm a best person. The best person. Mm-hmm. You're the best person. I'm the best person. It's great. Not like infectiously. Yeah. Like stay no. safe out there. Yeah. Well, no, I, but I do like mouth. To, <laughs> get jabbed. I do like to start emails with. I hope this email finds you before I do. Oh, that's fun. That's great. That you that could be your sign off. Also, it should be. Uh, <laughs> sign off is a little more threatening. <laughs> yeah. Well, Laurel, I hope this podcast finds you before our listeners do. Thanks Great. for being here. Oh, no.